0: So as I pass the call to Sister Kathy LaFleur, God, just bless her and keep her and cover her family. In Jesus' name, I pass the call to you, sis. To God be the glory. Hallelujah, Jesus. Thank you, God. Just a beautiful atmosphere set in prayer and praise unto our Lord God. I'm just so grateful to be here with you all this morning. Um Just giving God the glory, the honor and the praise for this opportunity to just share a couple things that the Lord has placed on my heart. Um, So just give me a few seconds. Let me just add in addition to the prayer that our sister Dee Dee so eloquently jumped in to do this morning for us. Just add these words to God. Um, Let the words of my mouth Lord and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my Redeemer, in Jesus' name. Amen. And so, just keeping with your theme this morning, um, which has been more for the month of December, I just want to share just a little testimony with you guys before I get started, but I'm going to give you the scripture that will be in this morning, which is going to come from the book of Ephesians chapter 3. So if you want to head over to Ephesians chapter 3, um, still pondering on if God wants me to read that chapter in its entirety. So just give me a few moments on that. But Ephesians chapter 3 nonetheless will be where we'll park this morning. And I just thank God for Dion and for all those Um, declare victory workers that work behind the scenes to make these calls possible on a regular basis. Amen. And so I just want to share with you just a testimony. The other night I was asleep and I'm always thinking about different assignments that God gives me, whether it be upcoming or, you know, um, weeks away or months away. I'm always just pondering on different things that, you know, I ask God, like, you know, what do you want me to say, Lord? And you know, what word would you have for the people? So in my study time, before I even crack the Bible open, you know, I, I go to God and just open my mouth and ask God, what is it that he wants to say? Because it's really not important that, you know, I say anything unless he speaks through me. And so one night I was laying here and I'm just like, Lord, okay, what what is it that you would have for me to say to declare victory regarding more? And I didn't hear anything from the Lord. Um, at all. And so I just went to sleep. It was kind of early in the morning because I haven't really slept much lately, just maybe a couple hours here and there um, in the day. I go to bed kind of late. I get in the bed early enough, but I don't fall asleep until late. And then by the time I fall asleep, it's almost time to get up again. So um, during that time that I was resting, um, the Lord woke me up and it was almost like I wasn't awake, but I was still In another realm, I could hear God while I'm sleeping, um, but I wasn't fully up. I hadn't opened my eyes yet. I haven't opened my mouth. I was still in what they consider to be a realm state, but I could hear God even in that state of mind. And I heard the Lord say to me, What more do you want? He was asking me a question, What more do you want? And so I was like, You know, when I woke up, uh, that question was still just running, you know, running through my heart and my mind. And I was just kind of like inquiring, like, God, you know, why would you ask me what more do I want? And God was showing me, he was like, I need you to ask them when you get on this call, what more do they want? See, a lot of times we think, glory to God, we think that we've asked God for too much. Sometimes in our minds, we believe because of the way the world is set up, because of the way the trick of the enemy is and how, you know, Satan will have us to doubt things about our Lord and Savior, God being the, you know, almighty, he's all-knowing and all-powerful. The enemy will try to play with our minds. So I'm thankful that Didi was even praying about mental health because, you know, your mental stability is, you know, the key to your mental health as well. And so the enemy will try to play with our minds to make us believe that, you know, we've asked God for too much or that we've received all that we were to receive from God. Just because God has blessed you with things and, you know, um, levels of your ministry and levels of who you're becoming doesn't mean that he's done. And so God just simply wanted to know what more do you want? See, the question wasn't just for me. It was a question asked to me to ask to you all of you that are on this call listening right now, God wants to know what more do you want? And so it's not a question of 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 heartache or sorrow where God is saying, you know, I've done so much for you. Why do you keep asking? God is really concerned. What what more is it that we need from Him? What is it? And so This morning, as I was, you know, just kind of writing and reading through my notes and everything, the Holy Spirit put on my heart, he said, just have them to write down some things. So I want you to just take a few moments, just to go grab your piece of paper and a pen. And I just want you to start writing down the things that you want or you need God to do. And it doesn't really have to be tangible, if that's not something that you're desiring or need at this time. It could be spiritual. it could be for someone else. It doesn't have to be for you personally. It could be for someone else. It could be for your children, for your parents, for your loved ones, for your family, for a friend, for a stranger, for somebody that you walked past this week and you saw Like Sister Dee Dee said, it's been cold outside, bone chilling. It could be for the homeless. It could be for the helpless or the hopeless, for those people that you may know that are sitting behind prison walls or in the corridors of the hospitals on the floor. It could be not just a patient, maybe a doctor that you know. You have friends that work in different places. But God is asking us this morning, what more do you want? And the reason why I believe that he's given us this request is because not only is he such a loving father and such a faithful father, but that he understands that there is more that there is more that we need for him to do, you know there's no way that we can go into intercessory prayer without praying for the needs of this world, and isn't it amazing how, no matter how many times you jump on declare victory, that each person that is assigned the gift to pray prays something different and prays for more of the nation and more of the the local and more of different things, there's more in us than we could ever imagine, and God said, "I know that I'm going to pull out everything." hallelujah, that I need for you to do. But I just want to ask you a question this morning. What more do you want? And so going to the scriptures, I'm going to read the whole uh, chapter three. So it's a long verse, and I pray that you just bear with me in the strength of God to hear what the Lord is saying to us through his apostle Paul. And he says, for this call, I, Paul, starting at verse one, the prisoner of Jesus Christ for you Gentiles, if you have heard the dispensation of grace of God, which is given me to you word, how that by revelation He made known unto me the mystery, as I wrote afore in few words, whereby we ye read, when ye read, ye may understand my knowledge in the mystery of Christ, which in other ages was not made known unto the sons of men, and it is now revealed unto his holy apostles and prophets by the Spirit that the Gentiles should be fellow heirs and of the same body and partakers of his promise in Christ by the gospel. Whereof I was made a minister according to the gift of grace of God given unto me by the effectual working of his power. Unto me who am less than the least of all things is the grace given that I should preach among the Gentiles the unsearchable riches of Christ and to make all men see what is the fellowship and the mystery which from the beginning of the world has been hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ, to the intent that now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God, according to the eternal purpose which he purposed in Christ Jesus, our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence by faith of him, Wherefore I desire that ye faint not at my tribulations for you, which is your glory. For this call I bow my knees unto the Father, our Lord Jesus Christ, of whom the whole heaven the whole family in heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his power in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith that ye be rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth, the length, the depth, and height, and to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us, Unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. And so what I want to talk about this morning is just give me more. So God was asking us, what more do you want? And the title for this morning is give me more. Now, your list is going to differ from Your family members, your sisters in Christ, your brothers in Christ, your your uh, frenemies or whatever the case may be. Your list is going to differ because there's something more that we want from God. And so this is not just a topic in the end of the year that God is just asking you to do more. It's more than that. This is not just a topic where God is asking us to trust him more. God is saying, I want this. He said, I want to do more for you. I want to be able to give you more of me. I want you to, I want to demonstrate the depth of who I am, I want to demonstrate the height of the God that you've been serving. I want to demonstrate how much more healing, how much more faith, how much more power is in you. I want you to tap into a place that you may not even tapped into yet. I want you to know that there's levels to you, not just levels to this call, but there's levels to you, that there is a greater hasha, that there is a greater you because the greater that is in you that's me. He said that there's greatness living on the inside of you. And I want you to be able to know that there's more to this than you could ever imagine. He said, eyes have not seen, neither ear have heard, neither has it entered into the heart of man, the things that I have in store for those that love me. The requirement is just love. God said, I just want you to trust me on this. Write down everything that you need. Write down everything that you want. And I promise you, according to Ephesians 3 and 20, God. he said, when you hand it over to me, see this list is not to be passed around or shared among us here, This list is to be presented to God. This list is to be presented to God. And God said, I want you to understand that as you wrote those 10 things, God said, go ahead and add a few more. As you wrote down five things, God said, go ahead and add to your list. I don't want you to stop writing because you hear me preaching. I want you to tap into a place that you hear God say, write down even more. Oh, that's all you want? He said, what more do you want? God said, I want you to reach into the depths of who you are and bring out everything that you are requiring for me to do so that I can show you that I'm much more than what you've been asking for. I'm much more than just your cell phone bill. I'm much more than paying your rent. God said, I'm much more. He said, I'm much more than just getting you off the street. God said, I got so much more for your family, so much more, so much more for the people that you've been laboring and love and praying for. God said, i got so much more, but I want you to write the list and I want you to give me this list, hand it to me in faith, knowing that you haven't even put enough on the list. God said, don't stop. God said, don't stop at 20 things. He said, don't stop at 20 things. Keep going. He said, because I want to prove to you who I am. He He said, if you've never seen me do it before, you're about to see me do it now. He said, the scripture says now unto him that is able. See, there are some things that we've been trying to do out of our limited ability. See, finances are limited when you don't have the abundance of finances But when you have God, you have all that you could possibly need. He said there is limitations to who we are when we try to do things on our own. But with God, there is no impossibilities. There's no limit to what God can do. I was listening to Dietrich Haddon this morning singing um, the song, uh, exceedingly and abundantly he's able the song he's able i was listening to the words of that song and he was saying you know exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think it's the scriptures according to hallelujah the power that work is in us he said now god is able to do what he said see god is not man that he shall lie neither the son of man that he shall repent he's more he's gonna do more than he said he would do he's gonna give you every promise his promise are yes and amen. So you have to understand that the God eh, that we should be looking for, not just in 2022, because we're not going to wait until New Year's Eve to celebrate who he is. We're going to celebrate him today. We are not going to wait until that first of the year to make a declaration and a decree about what we're going to do. We're not going to wait. We're going to decree it right now. We're not going to wait to make out our list of things that we're going to stop doing, stop saying, stop going, and stop thinking. We're going to make that list today. We're not going to wait to ask God for the things that our hearts desire. He said, because if you delight yourself in me, I'll give you the desires of your heart. So what we're going to do today is we are going to put that list together. So I want you to keep writing. I want you to keep writing because what God is saying is that you haven't written down enough. See, we serve a big God. We serve a great God. There is no one greater than God, right? And so as I was studying, you know, a little bit more this morning, God was beginning to reveal to me, he said, more is a superlative of the word less. And so superlatives are words that are used to describe something that's bigger or something that's greater. It's used for things that have the highest quality or degree. God said, the scripture or the theme for this month is a superlative word. It comes it's a superlative word of the word. Less. The so less meaning smaller amounts or not as much or something that's minute. God said more is the superlative of less. And so you might have heard of the word before, but if you haven't, I know you're familiar with its action of the word superlative. And so If you went to school, went to high school, you knew that there was a yearbook that went around every year, and in that yearbook, it was described people as being either best dressed or cutest couple or most athletic or most likely to uh, succeed. Those were superlatives that they used in order to describe someone in the yearbook or highlight someone in the yearbook using a word that was greater than just a simple word, meaning that best you know, was was better than, you know, kind of good. And, and cutest couple was better than just an okay couple. And most athletic was better than just being athletic. And so the superlative was given in order to describe the quality or the degree of one. And so God said, I want you to understand that the title more wasn't given just for you. It was described for me. I am more than you can ask for or think, and I'll do more than you can ask for or think. I've even planned more than you can ask for or think because I am more. Hallelujah. He said, I am both alpha and omega, beginning and the end, which means I'm everything in between what starts in you and what I complete in the end. God said, I want you to understand that I need you to get down to the Depth of who I am. He said, it's deeper than you think. He said the, the mission and the assignment and, and the task and, and the orders and, and, and all the things that I've given to you. He said it's bigger than you. And the reason why it's bigger than you is so that I can do it. God said, Don't waste your time on worrying how things are gonna be done. If you would just cast your cares upon me, you can just consider them done. He said, I want us to begin to think in the past tense, Tasha. Huh? I want us to begin to think in the past tense where we say that it's already manifested that we don't have to beg. He said, "Cause I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor his seed begging bread." And if we are the seeds of God, if we're the children of God, or we're and and this is what Paul is writing about. He's writing about inclusion. The Gentiles are now being included into a promise that was a, a potentially made for the Jews. And and the reason why that this was a mystery is because before time they didn't know that this is what Jesus was doing with salvation, because back. Back then, the Jews were the chosen people, but Paul said, I was chosen to choose the Gentiles. I was chosen to go among those that was rejected, those who were counted out. Some of us on here right now have dealt with rejection, betrayal, being counted out, left alone, you know, thrown to the side, but God said, I counted you in so much so that you're here with me right now in this year. The reason why you survived isn't because you was vaccinated or wore that mask. The reason why you survived is because I've been with you, because my promises said that I'll never leave nor forsake you," He said, the reason why that you're still here right now, because there's more that I got to do, not just through you, but for you. I got to show you more of who I am. I got to show you more of what I'm able of doing. I got to show you more. You think you've seen miracles, signs and wonders. God said, I got so much more for you. He said, greater works than these shall I do through you. You have no idea. You haven't even written down some of the things. God said, you can't think of it because it hasn't been produced, but I'm going to bring it through you. He said, you can't even Imagine it. And this is why it says, now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundant, exceeding and abundantly above all that we can ask, all that we can think, all that we can imagine, all that we can dream of. You have to understand that the stuff that we're writing down on this list, God is saying, I'll take that list and I'm going to multiply the list because you trust me to write it down. You're operating in faith right now. Some of you need to quit telling yourself that you don't have faith. You're having faith if you grab the pen. You got faith if you went and grabbed a paper. You got faith if you said, I'm going to write my list and I'm going to put some things on my list that I know my bank account can't handle. I'm going to put some things on my list that I know, hallelujah, I've been laying before the Lord. I'm going to put some things on my list that I know I can't do for myself because it's now unto him who is able. I don't have to be able, just willing to write the list. And I'm going to give the list unto him who's able to do more than I've even put on my list. When I wake up, shot that shot. When I wake up, my list is to be enlarged, my list is going to manifest, my list is going to be seen, my list is going to be answered because I trust in Him with my list. I'm trusting God with everything that I list on here. God said, And I just want you to understand that you're not giving me enough to do. Yes, he said, You're not giving me enough to do, you're limited me by based off of what you think I want to do. He said, I want to do it all for you. You haven't seen the stuff that I have in store for you, you haven't even dreamt of it. I haven't given you visions for it. He said, I want more for you to to trust me that I'm going to do more than you could ever imagine. God said, don't limit me don't limit me today. Don't limit me to start in the to start in the new year. Some of us are waiting for 2022 to just let it go. God said, no, let it go right now. God said, some of us are waiting for 2022 to explode, to show people who we are, to use our gift. God said, no, use them right now because tomorrow is not promised. He said, now is the time. Hallelujah. Now is the time for us to walk in the way that the Lord has given us. You know that you are a prophet of God and you are a afraid to prophesy because you're afraid of what people were saying. You're holding back something that God wants you to release right now in the name of Jesus. God said, don't hold back no more. Give it to me because I want to do more through you. You think it's people that's just sick waiting. He said, I'm waiting for you to know that I've given you the gift of laying hands on people to heal the sick. Hallelujah. To, to give sight to the blinds that I want to give you more. So much is given, much is required. God said, write it down. Write the list. Write the list. Give me more to do. Give me more to do. Let me take it off your plate. Let me take it out of your hands. Let me take the worry away. Let me take the doubt away. Let me take all those things that you question about who you are away and show you who I am. God, when you begin to tap into who I am, you'll begin to see who you truly are. He says, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts. This is verse number 17. Through faith that you being rooted and grounded in love may have strength to comprehend with all saints. That means with every one of us, that means with everybody, that means with the Jews, he's he's including everybody on the same, we're all on the same level playing field. You know what was amazing about the pandemic? The so one of the most amazing things that God showed us about the pandemic, that it didn't matter how much money you had, you still had to stay at home. Yes, yeah, not a bunch of. It didn't matter how much. It didn't matter if you was a celebrity. You had to stay home. It didn't matter if you was a TV evangelist you had to stay home. It didn't matter your power or your title or anything about you. God said, I'm God, I'm bigger than this world. I'm bigger than that pandemic. And I put everybody on house arrest. Paul is writing from prison and he's writing and he's encouraging from a place where none of us would really want to be. We don't desire to be locked up. Paul is writing from a place, but he's free in the place that he's writing from. God said that there is freedom in you, even in a place where you feel like there's limitation. God said, be free and what you feel is limited to you. Be free in it move freely. let me move in you. I want you to search out Hallelujah. I want you to search out the depths of who I am. I don't want you to just get familiar with how deep you can be. I don't need you to be deep. I need you to see how deep I am deep how I am Have you ever been in a relationship where you just wanted that person to be madly in love with you like you love them? You ever been in a relationship where you just cared so much about someone and you just prayed and wished and hoped that they loved you the same? Well, I'm here to tell you that there is a God, hallelujah, that there is a God that loves you so much. He said, my love for you is deeper than what you think. My love for you is bigger than what any, can't nobody love you the way I love you. Can't nobody do you the way I do you. Can't nobody handle you the way I can handle you. Can't nobody bless you the way I bless you. God said, I'm bigger and I'm more than you could ever. He said, I want you to get into the abundance of who I am. I want you to get into the depth of who I am. I want you to see this scene for what it really is. And so I began to look up those words in the scripture uh, that talks about his his depth and his length and his height and, and his breadth. And it says that the length is from end to end. It's from end to end. The breadth is from side to side. The the depth is the deep, deepness. It's the inside. And the height is from top to bottom. It's from above to the end. God said, I want you to understand that I am circling you, that I am above you, beneath you, that I'm around you. I'm circling you, that I've got you covered in all areas. It doesn't matter if it's finances, faith. It don't matter if it's friendship. It don't matter if it's, if it's whatever the case may be, whatever your challenges are, whatever your, your fears are. God said, I got you in all areas. No matter where you turn, I'm there. He said, I'll never leave you even when you leave me, when you stray away and not just in your feet, but in your mind where you think that I've forgotten because I got silent. God said, I want you to understand that I'll never leave, that I'm looking at how I'm, I'm trying to get you to go deeper in me. I'm trying to get you to go further in me. I'm trying to get you to take it to the next level. And the next level is not the next year. The next level is how you allow God to stretch you, how you allow God to stretch who you are, how you allow God to stretch and to dig down deeper in you, to open up your eyes, to see wider and brighter, to see further out than you could ever imagine. Not just looking at the things that are in front of us, the pandemic, yes, it's here, but God is also available and in control of everything that happens in this world. God has said this this pandemic is not out of control. This pandemic came so that I can put everybody on the same level field, just the same level playing field, just like I did the Jews and the Gentiles. I put them all together because I wanted you to understand that I am not a respecter of person. I don't care how much money you got. I don't care how many followers you got. I don't care how many people love you and like you. God said, I'm trying to let you know that I love you so much so that I gave my only begotten son that you can have salvation. He said, I want you to understand that I don't see no difference between you and them. I don't care if they've been in church longer than you. I don't care if they've been preaching longer than you. I don't care if they know more scriptures than you. God said, I love you just like I love them. I don't see no difference in you greater is he that is in us and the same greatness that lives hallelujah to walk this earth in the flesh is living inside of you still walking in you if you get up stand up and walk like christ said for us to walk he said may have strength verse 18 to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth the length the and the height and the depth and to know the love of christ that surpasses knowledge. See, God's love is bigger than what we could even fathom or understand. It surpasses knowledge. We can't comprehend why God loves us so much that he continues to do things for us, that he continues to forgive us, that he continues to bless us, that he continues to heal, that he continues to keep us when some of us felt like we were going to lose our minds. When some of us felt like we was gonna lose our mind, depressed, and going through and travailing, and and and, and frustrated, and hurting, and broken, yeah, and broken, broken not just by circumstances, but broken by people, left and abandoned, and hurt, and 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 unconsidered, unconsidered by many, and and God said, and you're still here, you're still here because there's so much more to you not just so much more in you, but there's so much more to you. I'm looking, I'm looking at my list about you. He said, I'm looking at my list about you. And what I see on your list matches what I wrote down for you. The reason, the reason why you wrote what you wrote on your list is because God put it in your spirit to write it because God said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to show you who I am. If you've never believed God, this is the time to believe. Them. If you've never trusted God with anything, this is the time to trust Him. If you've never experienced God, this is the time to experience the true and the living and the all knowing, the all powerful Elohim, Adonai, the all powerful God. This is a time to get to know God. Hallelujah. Not just for salvation, not just for salvation, but for everything that you possibly need. God is full. God is full. And God said, I want you to be filled. Listen, I want you to be filled. He says, Paul writes, he says, to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. There's more that God is trying to get in you Yeah, There's more that God is trying to get in you. Yeah. In order for God to bring it out of you. You think that you can't because you haven't. Yeah, Garabasha. God said, you can if you will open up to me. Gosh, quit asking for your territory to be enlarged if your mind is thinking small. Quit asking for God to enlarge your territory in the if you don't have the capacity to receive how amazing and almighty he is. God is bigger than us. He's great and greatly. He's a superlative of great. He's greatly to be praised. He said the fullness of God. And then it says now unto him, now unto him who is able. See, there's no failure with God. There's no iffiness with God. There's no back and forth with God. There's no shame with God. There's no tricks. With God. There is no, there is no mess with God. He said, Now unto him who is able to do far more, which is exceeding far more we could ask or think, that means more than what comes in my mind, more than I could just realize, more than I understand, more than I am aware of, more than I've even observed, more than I've even inquired about, more than I pictured, more than I've envisioned, more than I could ever see, more than I can estimate, more than I could put an appraisal on, more than I suppose, more than I could calculate, more than I could predict. More that I could speculate. More, hallelujah, that I could fathom. More that I can even gauge. More than I could envision. God said more than I could ask. More than you could plead. More than you could pray about. More than you could even demand from me. More that you can summon me for. More that you can appeal in the courts of heaven. More supplication. God said more. I want to do more for you. I want to be more to you. I want to show you who I am. I want to show you more of me. I'm trying to reveal myself to you in this season of more. That said, I want you to get the most out of me. You haven't asked enough of me, you're putting me in a box. You think I'm limited to what I will do for you? You think there's a limitation? Based on your age? That is never too late. It's never too late when God is involved in the plan. It's never too late when God has his hands on your life. It's never too late. You're not too old. You don't have limitations. I don't care what temporary things are are hurting in our bodies and, 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 and the limits that we may feel that we have based off of our situations or our circumstances or where we live or how we were raised or who our parents were. God said, there's no limit on me. So don't put no shackles on me. Don't put no bondage on me. God said, let me get free from you. Let me get free. Quit trying to put me in a box. God, quit trying to put me in a box. Quit trying to just store me up. You think you just hear from me on Sundays when you show up at church? God said, I'm bigger than Sundays. I'm bigger than Mondays. I'm bigger than Tuesdays. He said, I'm bigger than the world. I'm bigger than the United States. I'm bigger than the government. I'm bigger than the universe. God said, I'm bigger than this. I'm bigger than this, y'all. I'm bigger than this. And you still haven't wrote enough on your list. Some of you stopped because you thought you asked for too much. Some of you stopped because you couldn't think of nothing else. God said, think back, think back. Some of you stopped because you thought it was too big. I don't want to put that on the list. It costs too much. God said, take away the limitations of what I'm able to do. Now unto him that is able to do far more abundantly than all that we can ask or think according to the power at work within us. Listen, there is something in you yes, that's more powerful than. Than you. There is something in you that is more powerful than you. Yeah, God. God said that I'm going to do everything that I promised to do. Yes. By using you to do it. Listen, Jesus came, right? Jesus came uh, to make sure that salvation came. Ah, uh, God, thank you. Jesus came and hung on a cross. Yeah, God. Laid down his life. Died to the sins that we did. And then resurrected. God said that there was power. Power in him before he died. There was power. He ain't got my, shop. my power got him up. If God could raise a dead man, think of how much more he could do for us living in fear, for us living in doubt, for us living, thinking that there's limits on how we live and what we are supposed to have in this life. We are children of the King of Kings. We are children of the Lord of Lords. We belong to the God of the angel army. There's nothing Thing that God can't do God said I want you to keep it writing because I just want to show you that I'm willing to do more and i'm going to do the more with the power that I have through you God said there's more to this than meets the eye there's more to you there's more to me even God said that there's so much more y'all there's so much more God said I want you to understand that exceeding means a very large degree. It means to go beyond and excess It means to surpass it, right? It means to surpass it. So some of you need to turn the page and keep writing. He said, the abundantly is a large quantity. It means plentiful. It means significantly a great extent enough. It means mega. God said, I'm trying to do so much more than you keep giving me. You keep giving me these old $50 phone bills praying that I just keep that that Sprint bill on, that T-Mobile bill on, that Verizon bill. He said, you keep giving me this $1,500 rent. You keep giving me this $300 light bill, thinking that I'm just here, yes, most. just here to just make your ends meet. God said, I'm not here so that it will make your ends meet. I'm here so that you could meet me before the end. He said, I'm here so you can meet I am, the abundance of who I am. I want you to know me today. If you're just meeting me for the first time, I want you to know that I am God. And besides me, there is none. He said, there's nothing above who I am. There's nothing, believe it, again. nothing go around who I am in your life. God said, I want you to meet me. He ain't God. The more that I am, I want you to quit, limited me. To the thing that you're trying to do, you have the ability. God said, you have the ability if you allow me to do it through you. I want to do it through you, just like I want to do it for you. God said, I want to. God woke me up. And he said, what more do you want? I could have been super holy. And said, God, I just want. I just want more of you, more of you, more of you. But I said, I'm going to make me a list too. I'm going to make me a list and I'm going to put the things that I really need and I really want for God to do. Because these are the things that I haven't been able to do. And these are the things that now unto him that is able. I want to transfer my list from my hands to God's hands without guilt thinking that I've asked him for too much for every parent that is on this line or every person that is desiring to be one I just want you to know that when your child comes and asks you for things you put in motion got how you're going to make those things come to pass. You start planning. Shall We just cross through Christmas, right? You start planning Christmas in November of this year for December of next year. You already planned it because you know that they want more. Yes, God said, I want you to understand that I already got the plans. I know the plans that I have for you and they are to prosper you. That means to give you more. He said that to prosper you and not harm you. Yeah, God, to give you an expected end. Yes, God. He said, I want to do more for you. Yeah, God. So I need to know from you, what more do you want from me? God said, what more? And I don't want you to think that you've asked for too much because I am a loving God. God said, I am a patient God. God said, I am a forgiving God. You haven't haven't sinned. Too much for me to forgive. He said, You haven't walked away. Yes, for me not to take you back. I know you keep repeating the same mistakes, but it's not too much for you to keep asking me, to help you, to change you, to deliver you, to heal you, to free you. God said, I want to free you from the bondage of thought. I don't want you to think of me like you think of everybody else. He said, because my ways are not your ways. And my thoughts are not your thoughts. He said, I know how I think about you. I know. See, some of us have been scarred and plagued with thoughts and words of what people said about us. And God said, I want to erase every word I was spoken into you from the time that you were little. And I want to replace those words with my words, the things that I said about you, the way that I see you. I don't care if they misunderstand you. I know exactly who you are. Paul is amazing. Paul met God on the Damascus Road. When he was a persecutor of the church, Paul met God at a place where he was an educator, but he was educating for the wrong reasons and in the wrong way. But God still used Paul to be an amazing apostle. And even when Paul started in his ministry, the disciples who were chosen to be the apostles before Paul couldn't even understand Paul when he showed up. They were so afraid of Paul when he showed up because they can only see Paul's past. Listen, there's some people ain't got a shut, that are afraid for you to show up. Yes, shut that afraid for you to show up because all they can see is what you used to do and what you used to be and what you used to say. God said, I want you to show up anyway. Do I have any Pauls on the line this morning? That's willing to trust God. This is Paul's prayer. The last part of Ephesians chapter three is Paul's prayer. He said, when I bow on my knees, I don't want y'all to feel sorry for me from where I'm writing from. Look at who I'm writing to, and look what I'm writing about. Look at who I'm talking about. Even from a place of limitation of man, it's still freedom in God. I want you to understand that no matter what you had to deal with in 2021, God said that there is more that I have for you going to your next level, and your next level is not in two days. Your next level is the minute you open up your mouth and decide that weeping may endure for a night, but it's morning right now, and I'm not talking about the daytime morning here, God. I'm talking about the enlightenment of God that is striking something on the inside of you. I'm talking about the fire of God that is burning right now. I'm talking about the ones that's running around their house, that don't even want to have the phone to their ear, that want to throw that phone across the room because you realize now eh, that he's got more that he wants to do for your life. Husha. I want you to understand that I'm talking to the one that's ready to just come off of you and say something. God said before you say it, say saying to me, give me the glory. Husha. Before they hear you, God, he said, give me the glory. I want you talking to me right now. I want you glorifying me. Now unto him. I want you to bring me your list right now. Before the woman of God is done, bring me this list right now and show me what you put on the list and let me add to you God, shut that about, the things that I've already had planned for you. God said, i got my own list. Here, shut that about, shut, are the things that I have in store for you and you haven't even seen them, but I'm going to show them to you now. I'm going to show you the mystery like I showed it to Paul. Remember, I started off by saying God is not a respecter of person. God wasn't done doing miracles. Yes, shut up God wasn't done doing miracles. There's still signs and wonders to be seen. But can you see God in it right now? Can you see God doing it right now? Right now, can you see it coming together? Can you see it working out? Can you see you still moving forward and not giving up? Can you see it? Can you see it? God says, now unto him that is able, That's where you get your shout right there. He's able. Yeah, God, because there's some things. ah, God, that we've limited Him to do. Because we thought it was too much. God said, No, no. I need more. I need you to give me more. This stuff that I've done, I'm not even done. God said, I'm not done doing what I have in store for you. It's not over it's not over. If you're still on this call right now, it's not over. It's not too late. It's not too late. The time is now. And the time is for him now. Now unto him that is able. Jude 24 and 25 said. now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to pre- present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and ever. Amen. That is the word of the Lord for the people of God. Hallelujah. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be. To God, amen, hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. More the season of more. Amen. If you did not have the opportunity to say good morning, thank you, Lord. Lord. This is your opportunity. Feel free to come off of mute if you haven't had the opportunity just to say good morning and you're on this call. God bless you. Good morning, good morning Ms. Kathy.